Sounds good. Let's hop into it. All right. So let's start with um, the Philadelphia versus the Boston game. Uh, pretty good game by Boston. They were able to beat Philadelphia 3-2. to two. Uh, David Pasternak with two goals in the first period. Cat uh, Atkinson and Joel Farabee uh, both with a goal for Philadelphia. And David Pasternak with the third goal in the second period. No goals in the third period. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, good game overall. Um, I guess starting with Boston, obviously, David Pasternak got a hat trick. A great game for him. Uh, Tuka Rask, it was his first game back playing goalie for Boston. Nice to see him get the win. Then as for the Flyers, I mean, they played a pretty good game here overall. Could have used a bit more scoring. But yeah, they've just been up and down all year. So I think the better team won this game. Yeah, I mean, Boston, they're solid every year. So I guess this year isn't any different. Yeah, they've just been playing really well over the last uh, few games. Um, I think ever since they came back uh, from the break, they've just been playing really well. So, yeah, they're looking good right now. For sure. And moving on to another team that's looking pretty good, we have um, the Tampa Bay Lightning beating the Canucks 4-2. to two. Uh, Really dominant performance. Uh, we have Steven Stamkos in the first period for Tampa Bay, and we have um, Anthony Sorelli for Tampa Bay as well in the first period, and we have Matthew Highmore for Vancouver in the first. No goals in the second period, but we have uh, Boris Kachuk and Braden Point for Tampa Bay in the third, and Tyler Mott for Vancouver in the third as well. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, since coming back from their their break, uh, Vancouver uh, just been, uh, you know, not playing as great, um, whether it was the, the layoff or whatnot, it sort of halted their momentum. So, um, well, I mean, they've been on a road trip as well. They lost to Florida. Now they lose here to Tampa Bay. And I mean, Tampa Bay is pretty healthy right now. So um, you're facing a healthy Stanley Cup champions. I mean, it's going to be tough to get the win. So, yeah, Tampa Bay just did their thing. So good win for them. And I guess for Vancouver, hopefully they bounce back next game. And speaking of bounce back, uh, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets getting a six-goal shutout against the Carolina Hurricanes. Really impressive upset. Was not expecting that at all. Um, Emil Bemstrom in the first. Um, Jaeger um, Shenikov for uh, Columbus in the second. And then in the third, we just had a bunch of goals. Patrick Lane. Uh, Jaeger, Shenikov again, Cole Selinger, and Jack Roslovic. All these goals are for Columbus. Carolina didn't score anything. Uh, what do you think about this performance? Yeah, I guess just dating back to, I believe it was early January, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, they, these two teams played against each other that time as well. I think Columbus went up like 4 nothing or something. And then Carolina just came back and scored like seven straight goals after that and beat them. 
So this time it was the other way around. I mean, Columbus went up four nothing, but instead of four nothing, they just decided to go up six nothing. And then this time they held on to their lead. So yeah, good for Columbus. They haven't been great as a road team this year. So it's nice to see them get a win on the road. And then as for Carolina, it's probably just a one-off. I think they're they're one of the best teams in the East right now. So I wouldn't read too much into this game, but yeah, they definitely need to turn things around in their next one. I mean, getting a road win against Carolina of all teams. I mean, it's probably just a one-off, but I think it's a win that they can probably uh, keep going with them. Yeah, I mean, a win's a win. Even if it's a one-off, you still take the wins when you can get them. And I guess Columbus is sort of trying to turn things around. And moving on to another shutout, we have uh, the Winnipeg Jets getting the shutout over the Detroit Red Wings, uh, much, a much-needed win by Winnipeg. Um, Andrew Kopp in the first and second period and Kyle Connor in the third period. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think the Jets are trying to make a push for a playoff spot in the West. The West is pretty wide open in terms of which teams can get in because some of the teams have started to slip. So... Jets trying to take advantage of that. So good win for them here. As for Detroit, they're sort of leveling off. I know they had a good start to the season, but they're kind of sort of falling back to where we expected them to be at the beginning of the year. So um, although they have been great at home, this is just one of these games that probably try and forget and sort of uh, move on from. I think Detroit is a better home team than they looked in this game. Yeah, hopefully they'll be able to show some more um, really good home team performances. I think they still have a couple of games left in them. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, the New York Islanders with a pretty solid win over the New Jersey Devils. They will take this 3-2. to two. Um, We have Jaeger Sharangovic in the first for New Jersey and Josh Bailey in the first for the Islanders. Um, Adam Pellick for the Islanders in the second. And in the third period, we have um, Nathan Bastian for New Jersey in the third and Matthew Barzil for the Islanders in the third as well. Um, what are your thoughts on these two teams? Yeah, I think the Islanders have played pretty well coming out of their break. I think they, they've they won like four times in their past five games. So um, they've been playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the year. And I think New Jersey sort of going in the opposite direction there. Uh, they had a good start. And they've just sort of tailed off and it just hasn't really turned around for them. So, yeah, I think both of these two teams, they have different trajectories. One started good and they're kind of, you know, dropping. And then one started out kind of bad and they're trying to move up. So we'll see what happens with these two teams. Yeah, with the Islanders, they did have a pretty extended adjustment period. So I'm hoping that um, it's not too late for them to catch up. Yeah, it might be too late, but I think they'll still end up with a respectable record by the end. Sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, uh, we have Seattle versus St. Louis. St. Louis was able to come back in the third period and uh, win uh, two to one. So pretty good job by St. Louis. We have Alex Wenberg um, for Seattle in the first, no goals in the second, but in the third period, we have Robert Thomas and Pavel Buchnevich for St. Louis to clutch the game out and, uh, I guess, come back from behind and win. So, I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, St. Louis has been doing this all year, getting clutch wins. Um, yeah, they're just doing it against whoever. They're one of the best teams in the West right now, so great on them. 
that's for Seattle. I think this is their eighth straight loss. So the losses are just piling up for this Seattle team. It's not much else to say. These two teams have pretty much opposite records at this point. Uh, one is projecting to be one of the best teams and one's projecting to be one of the worst teams. There's not much else I could say. Yeah, well, I mean, Seattle is an expansion team, so it is um, forgivable on the late expansion teams. They don't really do the best, at least for the first few years. So they're just trying to feel things out. And I guess for St. Louis, um, what are your thoughts on um, how well they're doing so far? Yeah, I mean, I expected them to be a playoff team, but I don't know if I expected them to be this dominant. So, yeah, they're looking really great right now. They're looking like one of the deepest teams in the West right now. So it's not much else I can say. They've been getting the scoring, they've been getting the defense, and their goalies have played well. So they're, they're just a great overall team. For sure. And I guess speaking of playing really well, um, the Buffalo Sabres were able to pull up uh, an upset against the Nashville Predators. Uh, really um, impressive performance. They were able to win 4-1. to one. Um, We have uh, Mark Jankowski in the first for Buffalo. And we have Matt Duchesne for Nashville in the second period. And we have Jeff Skinner for Buffalo in the second period as well. And in the third period, we have Jeff Skinner and Vinny Inostroza for Buffalo. Um, What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, very surprising win on the road for Buffalo. Um, They get a great win here. They end Nashville's five-game winning streak. This game's probably just a one-off for Nashville. They've been one of the more dominant teams as of late. Um, yeah, I think Buffalo, they, they just played the better game. Um, I'm not sure whether – actually, I think Nashville did play the night before. I think that's one of the main reasons why they could have lost. Maybe they're a bit tired. But other than that, yeah, Nashville's been really strong all year. Um, I just expect them to sort of get back on track. And then as for Buffalo, they've kind of slipped lately. This win is pretty good, but hopefully they can keep it up. I guess what are your thoughts on um, Buffalo going forward? Yeah, honestly, they're probably just looking to next year at this point. My only things to say would be, you know, try and get as much wins as you can, see what you have in your younger kids uh, as you bring them into the lineup. And then, yeah, it's more of just about evaluating talent at this point. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, winning in overtime against the Montreal Canadiens 3-2. Um, uh, we have Dominic Kubelik for Chicago in the first. And then in the second, we have Jeff Petri and Mike Hoffman for Montreal. Uh, Patrick Kane for Chicago in the third. And Philip Kurashev for Chicago in overtime. Uh, what do you think of both these two teams? Yeah, I mean, um, both teams haven't had the best seasons. Montreal has been one of the worst teams in the league. I think they've lost five in a row now. So it's just another routine loss for Montreal at this point. As for Chicago, um, there's a, still a few games behind 500. This win was good in that sense. Hopefully their record can sort of become more respectable as the season goes along, but I think it's still a stretch for them to try and make the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I guess Chicago's kind of in a similar situation as New York where um, they also had an extended um, adjustment period. So I guess uh are we going to see Chicago in the playoffs anytime soon? It's going to be tough. They'd have to pretty much win a large portion of their games. Well, I mean, anything can happen, but it's really tough for me to see it. Yeah, kind of unfortunate. 
But I guess moving on to a more fortunate game, we have the Ottawa Senators uh, pulling an upset against Calgary. They were able to win this game 4-1, to so very impressive. Um, we have Nick Paul with uh, two goals for Ottawa in the first. Drake Batherson with a goal of his own for Ottawa in the second. And in the third period, we have Matthew Kachuk with the only goal of the game for Calgary and Connor Brown with an unassisted goal for Ottawa. Um, what do you think about these two teams? Yeah, this win was pretty unexpected. I didn't expect to see a result like this, but good for Ottawa. Um, Matt Murray played well. Um, I think it's his first win of the season. He's been injured. He's been out of the lineup. I mean, yeah, good for him. Uh, looks like he's coming back to start in goal for Ottawa. And then as for Calgary, they've been slumping lately. I don't know what else to say. Um, they had a pretty good lead on that division, the Pacific division. Now Vegas is ahead of them. They just, they don't, they don't look that great. Um, they really need to do something to turn things around for sure. I guess, uh, what do you think that they can do going forward to kind of correct things? Oh, it's probably some coaching adjustments they'll have to do. Um, it seems like their scoring just hasn't been there since the break. So maybe sort of try and get that going. Maybe switch up the line, see what works. And yeah, hopefully they can sort of improve on their next games. Sure. And moving on to the next game, we have um, really surprising, um, I guess, an upset. Uh, the LA Kings were able to uh, defend their house against uh, Pittsburgh and they won by six to two. So that's really impressive. Um, we have uh, Chris Letang for Pittsburgh in the first and Anzikor Patar for LA in the first. And in the second, we had Dustin Brown for the Kings. And in the third period, we have uh, Redim Zahorna for Pittsburgh. And then we have four goals by the LA Kings in the third by Mikey Anderson, Victor Arvidsson, and Skopitar again, and John Dersey. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this game was pretty um, tight, I'd say, um, mo for most of it. And then LA just sort of took things over in the third period. I mean, they've looked pretty impressive lately. Um, yeah, um, I believe they're, they're surging towards trying to make the playoffs there in the West. Um, they have a pretty good record at the moment. I mean, what, 19, 13, and 5 is pretty impressive for the Kings. As for the Penguins, this loss was kind of just a one-off. They've been really hot. Uh, they're one of the top teams in the Metro division. Um, so I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, Pittsburgh was on the road. Obviously, in the West, it's tough. So um, good win for the Kings overall. Yeah, it looks like um, the LA Kings are kind of like a sleeper team, so I guess, uh, what, what do you think are their chances for the playoffs? I mean, uh, considering the way things have been going in the West with teams sort of um, not playing up to their sort of potential, I feel like the Kings do have a decent chance of getting in. I mean, they are third in the Pacific Division right now, so they have been playing pretty good. So, I mean, if Calgary and Edmonton keep slumping the way they have, I think there's plenty of room for LA to get in there. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have uh, the New York Rangers with a shutout against the Sharks. So pretty impressive job by the Rangers. Um, Chris Kreider in the first and uh, no goals in the second period. And Raiden Schneider and Chris Kreider with another goal for the Rangers. Uh, what are your thoughts between the two teams? Yeah, I mean, a good game for the Rangers. Um, honestly, they've 
They've just been really solid over this season. Uh, the Sharks, they've been sort of up and down. Kind of expected the Rangers to win this game. They went into San Jose and got it done. So uh, good on the Rangers here. Sure. And I guess uh, that's pretty much it for Thursday's games. So we'll move on to Friday's games. Um, this one's a really high-scoring game. Uh, we have Florida Panthers uh, pretty much blowing out the Dallas Stars. Um, Dallas was only able to get only able to get one goal, and Florida ended up getting seven. Um, we have Gustav Forsling and Anthony Declare for Florida in the first, and in the second we have Carter Verhage, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Sam Bennett with two goals for Florida. And in the third period, we have Sam Bennett with a third goal for Florida, and Rupe uh, uh, Heinz for Dallas with the uh, only goals for the Stars. Uh, what are your thoughts? Honestly, I think Dallas was just coming off a back-to-back. They were pretty tired from the night before. They had a victory, I believe it was against Seattle. I'm not going to put too much on them. I feel like it's just a one-off. They'll most likely bounce back next game. But I guess great for Florida. One of the best teams at home this year. And yeah, they just poured in the goals. Sam Bennett got a hat-trick. Yeah, this team's pretty much rolling right now. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have another really high-scoring game. Um, Minnesota was able to beat Anaheim 7-3, to so really good job by Minnesota. Um, we have Kevin Fiala, uh, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello for Minnesota in the first. And we have Max Comtois for Anaheim in the first. No goals in the second period, but in the third period, we have Derek Grant and Tre- Trevor Zagres for Anaheim in the third. And Matt Boldy, Matt Zuccarello again. Victor Rask and Matt Dumba for uh, Minnesota in the third. Uh, what are your thoughts? Honestly, uh, great game for Minnesota. They've been slumping a little bit uh, as of late, but yeah, this game hopefully will get Minnesota back on track. And I guess as, as for Anaheim, um, they haven't had John Gibson, their goalie. And I mean, they've struggled a little bit. They're, they're slowly um, dropping some games. So um, Anaheim, I feel like they need to get Gibson back, and I guess they need to start playing the way they were playing earlier in the year. We don't want them to be another one of these teams that sort of falls back um, from their, their high expectations at the beginning of the year. For sure. And I guess, uh, what do you think about Minnesota going forward? Yeah, this team should be a playoff team. I'm not really worried about that. I feel like they, they were a solid team last year. They were a solid team once again. They had a couple hiccups recently, but should be pretty good. Sure. And I guess uh, the, the last game going on is Arizona versus Colorado. It's about wrapping up, but it's not quite done yet. I think it's 3-3. Um, still in the third period, 2 minutes and 54 seconds to go. So it might end up going to overtime. So really good job by Arizona so far. Unfortunately, um, Vegas versus Edmonton has been postponed, so we won't be covering that. So I guess we'll move on to um, the pickup portion of the podcast. And uh, who do you got for forwards? Yeah, I was going to have Tanner Janot again, but we got him up to over 50%. So Tanner Janot 50 worked within a couple weeks, which is good. So, um, yeah, all my forwards are under 50% rostered, obviously. Um, the first one I'll start with is Robert Thomas from the St. Louis Blues. He's just been pretty solid as of late. 
I think he's got like three points in his last three games, five in his last five, six in his last six. I mean, he scores pretty much a point per game lately. Um, I think he's been plus six over his last six games as well. Um, he pretty much averages like two shots a game. So he, he's pretty impressive in that sense. Um, so if you need someone that's center right wing eligible, go pick up Robert Thomas. And then I have Matt Zuccarello from the Minnesota Wild. Obviously, he had two goals and an assist in the game we just talked about. Um, yeah, he's just been pretty solid. I think he had two points in uh, the two games before that as well. So the guy's averaging four shots over his last three games, and he's a plus four. So, yeah, go pick up Matt Zuccarello, right wing eligible. And then one other guy I have is uh, Valerie Michushkin from the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, uh, he gets shots, he gets hits. And, I mean, he plays on one of the highest-scoring teams in the league. So he's been getting points as well and plays both wing spots in fantasy. So definitely go pick up Valerie Michushkin. For sure. And I guess for uh, forwards, I guess uh, the first person I'll talk about would be Anthony Sorelli. It's about 39% rostered, so he's more of a shallow league pickup. But for the season, he has 11 goals, 12 assists. It's plus eight, and he has 71 shots. So in terms of offense, he is really um, well-rounded. He ended up just getting um, two goals in the last two games. So I think he's somebody that um, pretty much anyone can pick up. And I guess for my next forward, I have Garnet Hathaway. Um, he's for he's currently um, in the Washington Capitals, and for the season he has seven goals, six assists. He's plus eleven with sixty-two shots. He gets a lot of hits as well. I think he has um, over a hundred hits for the season. So really impressive for a forward to get that many hits. So if you especially need hits and you need a little bit in other categories, and Garnet Hathaway can help you out there. And I guess for my last forward, I have um, Alex Giafalo, um for the LA Kings. He has 10 goals, 12 assists. He's plus seven with 102 shots. So he's, I think, a, I guess, a deep league pickup with a lot of value. So if you're in a deep league, um, 24% rostered, so he's most likely going to be in your league. So you should definitely pick him up before he becomes more of a shallow league um, pickup. So that's it for forwards. So who you got for defense? All right, for defense, I have uh, Gustav Forsling from the Florida Panthers. It's only around 25% rostered. And I mean, uh, he's just been so solid. I think he had a goal in the game that we talked about um, for Friday. Uh, he was plus two and he had two shots in that game. And I believe he's had four points in his past five games. I think he's had a total of, what is it, plus eight over his past uh, five games. So it's almost plus two every night. This guy gets at least a shot or more every game, and he'll get some hits. So for a defenseman, that's great. Go pick up Forsling. My other defenseman is Brady Shea from the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, he's just been so solid. In his past four games, he has four goals. For a defenseman, that's pretty insane. He also has two assists over that span, and I believe he's a total of plus three. I think one of those games he had seven shots as well, so getting at least two shots a game over his past four and chipping in some hits, almost a hit every game. So, yeah, go pick up Brady Shea. For sure. And I guess um, 
for some investment that I think people can maybe take a look at. Um, first one, I guess, uh, Nick Jensen. He has three goals, eight assists. He's plus 19 with um, 48 shots. Um, I guess he's a defenseman that gets um, a lot of assists, a lot of plus minus. He gets some hits here, here and there. Like sometimes he'll get four. I think that was the amount that he got last game, but he's mostly good for assists and plus minus. So if you need those, you can pick him up. And I guess my next defenseman would be Hampus Lindholm for the Anaheim Ducks. He's trending up a little bit in roster percent. He's about 15% roster right now with uh, five goals, 10 assists. He's plus six with 75 shots. So if you need um, assists, shots, or plus minus, or maybe even a couple of goals for a deep lead, then he's definitely, he's definitely someone that you'd want to pick up. And so I guess, who you got for goalies? Yeah, so for goalies, I have a pretty deep league pickup under 10% rostered. His name is Karel Vabelka from Arizona. I know you might cringe saying, oh, he's from Arizona, but, I mean, he's been playing pretty well. Um, he got a crazy win against Toronto this week. I think he had, like, 45 saves in that game or something. Um, he had, like, another 46-save game against Winnipeg earlier, um, I, I believe, um, the week before that. So, I mean, he's getting a good save percentage overall because he's just facing a lot of shots. Um, he might not always get the wins. I mean, he's had two wins out of his past four. So, I mean, for Arizona, I think that's pretty good. So, um, if you're in a deep league, maybe take a look at uh, Vimelka. Sure. And I guess maybe for a shallow league, I think maybe could, people could maybe take a look at Aiden Hill. I think for the year he has uh, nine wins, his goal against average is 2.77, and a save percentage is 0. Uh, 0.905. He ended up having three wins in his last five games, so I think that's pretty impressive. Um, he's about 40% rostered, so he's more of a shallow league pickup. So um, if you need someone in a shallow league, Aiden Hill is probably someone you might want to take a look at. And uh, that about uh, concludes the pickup portion of the podcast. So we'll uh, move on to the previews for Saturday's games and We'll start with um, Nashville versus Boston. Who do you think takes this game? Honestly, this game could probably go either way, to be honest. Both teams have been playing pretty well. I might lean with Boston. I think just because they're they're at home and, I mean, they've been on a hot streak. I feel like Nashville's hot streak might be coming to an end, so I'll lean Boston there. All right. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have Vancouver versus Carolina. Um, who gets to snap their cold streak? Yeah, this one's tough. Um, yeah, I might lean with Carolina, but I wouldn't be surprised if Vancouver won here. I feel like, um, I mean, they have been playing pretty good. Obviously, this road trip's been tough for them. I'll lean Carolina, but I like Vancouver as well. All right. And uh, moving on to, to the next game, we have uh, Washington versus the Islanders. Who do you think takes this game? I mean, Washington has struggled a little bit, and the Islanders have been better. Could the Islanders upset them? Maybe. But I, I think I'll still go with Washington here. All right. And moving on to Columbus versus Florida, who do you think takes this? 
but you got to take Florida at home. They've just been so good. Um, even if it's off a of back-to-back, I feel like they can still get the win, so I'll take Florida. All right. And moving on, we have Toronto versus St. Louis. Uh, powerhouse matchup, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, this game's going to be tough for Toronto. Um, St. Louis has just been so good lately. I think it'll have to depend on the goalie matchup. I would lean Toronto, but um, yeah, it's possible St. Louis gets the win. This game's pretty much a coin flip, in my opinion. All right. Uh, moving on to Buffalo versus Detroit. Um, who do you think takes this game? I want to say Detroit takes it at home, but I mean, the way they've played as of late, I don't know. This game could go either way, but I would lean Detroit for sure. All right. And uh, moving on to Dallas versus Tampa Bay. Um, do you think Dallas can get a win here? I feel like Dallas will play better than they did against Florida. But at the end of the day, this is Tampa Bay. So I don't, you know, I don't know what I, I would say to that. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to have to lean with the Lightning. They've been so good. All right. And moving on to Anaheim versus Ch- Chicago. Um, who do you think takes this? I feel like the Ducks can bounce back here. Um, I mean, don't quote me on it, obviously, but this feels like a game where they could bounce back, even though Chicago is at home. Yeah, maybe I might go with Anaheim, actually. All right. And uh, moving on to Colorado versus Arizona. Um, who do you think could take this game? Well, I mean, it's, it's probably going to depend on who takes the game currently going on right now. I think it's 3-3 in overtime. So um, I think that Colorado should be able to take the second meeting either way. But then again, you never know. But I will lean Colorado. All right. And moving on to L.A. versus Seattle. Who do you think takes this? Oh, L.A. has been playing great. I think I got to lean with them. They've just been really solid. Even away from home, I like them. All right. And moving on to Ottawa versus Edmonton. Um, do you think Ottawa can get a win? They might be able to, actually, because both teams haven't played the best, but Ottawa's been playing better than the Oilers as of late. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking the Oilers do get the win at home, but like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Ottawa wins. All right. And moving on to Pittsburgh versus San Jose, um, who gets to snap their win, I mean, their cold streak? Yeah, I think the Penguins should be able to bounce back here. I, I like them to get the win here. All right, and I guess the next three games after have been postponed, New Jersey, Montreal, Ottawa, Winnipeg, and Vegas, Calgary. So I think that's it for um, Saturday's game. So uh, do you have any final thoughts? Honestly, uh, teams are getting back from their breaks, um, whether they had, they were shut down or whatever. So I guess we'll finally see the where things sort of shake out because some teams have played more games than others. Um, so as things start to even out, I feel like we'll see which are the, the best teams in both conferences. Yeah, I guess my concern for teams is um, because some games have been postponed, some are still being postponed a little bit. But um, once the schedule kind of um, corrects, there's going to be a lot of back-to-back games. So there's going to be a lot of teams that are like on the road for multiple games. They don't really have proper rest. So I guess hopefully they'll be able to, I guess, uh, keep their momentum through 
tons of back-to-back games. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's going to be a rough schedule. So hopefully these teams can sort of get through it. And uh, that about concludes uh, this week for everything NHL. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, uh, leave us a like, uh, leave us a review, and give us your thoughts on the NHL so far. If you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify, and you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFanPodcast on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.